So we're used to thinking of Moses to the extent that we think of Moses at all as the leader of the Exodus, the leader of the Hebrews out of Egypt. And it is that way with so many heroes that we think of in our lives. We think of Martin Luther King Jr. not as a student in Boston or Atlanta, but as a man giving a speech. We think of Rosa Parks as the person who would not give up her seat on the bus and not the Rosa Parks who first toiled in NAACP meetings before that happened. We have the image, the iconic image of people before they were as we would define them. And in this case, it's exacerbated because Moses we also remember as the baby in the reed basket, in the papyrus basket, in the waters brought into Pharaoh's household. From our perspective, Moses was marked from early on for something special. He was the one that was saved. But as the story shows us, there was a Moses in between. Moses grew up in Pharaoh's household, as we are told. Moses has now left Egypt and gone to be a priest to be in a priest's household among the Midianites, tending his father's flock. Moses is now a foreigner. Of course, Moses grew up not as a Hebrew, not as one of the enslaved people, but out of the power of Pharaoh's household. Now he has gone off to be a foreigner. So this is the thing that we must remember about Moses in this place and may lead us to understand what he was thinking. God appeared to him, and God made sure to get Moses' attention, not only with the burning bush, but also there's an angel sitting next to the burning bush. And this is a thing we sometimes forget, that we've just got the silent angel standing there, saying, oh, you think a bushfire's not interesting, huh? Just look at me. Look at me, just in case you wonder what this means. Okay. So God has sent a messenger saying, hey, not only is this a burning bush, but also this is something you should pay attention to. Not, not just put out or try to put out, but maybe you should ask questions, right? Hey, there's a burning bush, what does this mean? And so that's what God does with Moses because Moses doesn't recognize that sign immediately. Which is just as a side note, kind of amazing, right? You see a bush burning for a long time. Even if it's a big bush, how long does it take for a bush to burn, really? Um, and not catch fire somewhere else, you'd think you would notice. But no, in this case, is a messenger helping to explain to Moses, look, this is holy ground, and this is a, a touching of the Almighty that you should remember. And so God speaks to Moses, and Moses' first question is, you, you, you sort of empathize with Moses, right? Moses is listening to God say, I'm going to save your people, I'm going to take your people to a land of milk and honey, and Moses is saying, this is great. And then God says, and so in order to do this, you're going to go talk to Pharaoh. And you say, I was with you until then. <laughs> it's like, really? It was great when you said, you, God, were going to take us out of the land. Now you're saying, I've got to go into the most powerful country in the world, the country that has enslaved all of my people and oppressed all of my people, and where I have escaped, lest I too get oppressed, I'm here minding my own business. I'm now a shepherd in this foreign god's household. And you want me to go back there. Um, are you sure you've not made a mistake? 
Who am I that you would send me to talk to Pharaoh? Surely there's a better person to go into the belly of the beast and make trouble with the most powerful army in my world. And what does God answer? I'm with you. I am with you. And this is the theological point of this story, at least to me. It's always dangerous to say the theological point. But the point that God makes here is, look, Moses, you don't know what you will be. You don't know who you are. You have an an idea of what your identity is. But know this, I am with you. Know that you do not need to be the great leader of an army to challenge Pharaoh. Know that you do not need to be a person with your own independent power base. Know that you do not even need to be the leader of the Hebrew people in Egypt. Know that I am with you. Know that what you need to be is a love child of God. That this is what gives you the power to challenge Pharaoh. Know that it is merely that I am with you. That you understand That the story does not start with you, Moses, and does not end with you, Moses. Know that the story goes through you. You are part of the story. This is your story, too. But the story does not begin in slavery in Egypt and does not end in slavery in Egypt. It begins in the past. I am the God of your father and of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, and I will be your God when you come to the land of milk and honey later on. I am with you. I could give you a list of my accomplishments, but that's not important. What is important is that when push comes to shove, when you must challenge the power of Pharaoh, I am with you. When you are afraid, I am with you. When you are rejoicing, I am with you. And when you think you are not enough, when you think you are not the right one to be called to this, I am with you, and I am in your corner. When you look at injustice, know that I see injustice too. When you see people being treated in a way you think is not right, know that I see that too. And when you ask, but who am I to make a difference? Know that I am with you. Who are you? You are a loved child of the great I am, who was and is and ever will be. Know that as you seek me, as you seek justice, as you seek love, as you seek to bend the arc of history toward justice and love, I am with you as surely as I was with Abraham as surely as I was with Jacob, as surely as I was with Isaac, as surely as I was with Moses, as surely as I was with Jesus, as surely as I was with the workers who were shot and killed fighting for shorter hours, fighting to get children out of factories, fighting to not be burned in factories to save money. It's Labor Day, after all. And each one of those people was no one to challenge the power of the state, the power of the private armies, and yet they did. And God was with them. And so in this time and in this place, 
in this world where we see so much injustice and ask, who am I to challenge it? Know that you are loved children of God. You are people who have committed your life to bring about God's kingdom on earth and God is with you. Know that you are enough because each time we see some miraculous gain for justice and love. Know there was a time when the leaders were just workers who said, who am I to make a difference? And then stood up and said, I don't know and I don't care, but I'm going to try anyway. This is the message that God gave to Moses. Because if you look at Moses' biography, who was he to go back and lead the Hebrews out of Egypt? And so as we look in our lives and ask, who are we? No, we are worthy. We are powerful. We may live God's love in the world, for we are loved children of the great I Am. Amen.